Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, Traveling Pulpit family, I am so grateful for this day because today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am, and I hope that you are also. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I... When am I not on fire for the word? When am I not on fire for the Lord? When am I not on fire to come and deliver this message to you? You know, God is so amazing in all that he does, all that he does. And over in Jeremiah, he gives us one of the most, I mean, you talk about relationship. This has to be the beginning of that relationship. He told Jeremiah, as he is now telling all of us, because his words, even though he was talking to one, he's talking to all because all who are in him have this relationship with him. And that is when he told Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. You see, traveling pulpit family, the creator knows us. He knows us so intimately. He knows what we'll do. He knows what we're all about. He knows exactly the moment in which we will come to him and accept him as our God. But it doesn't stop there. There is something inside of us that knows whether we believe it or not, whether we acknowledge it or deny it. There is something inside of us that tells us there is someone greater than ourselves. It goes without saying. And he clearly told Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Now, as it translates into this world, the things that we experience in this world, the things that we're going through in this world, you get kind of kind of scared a little because you see the things that are taking place in this world. You know the things that are about to happen to us in this world. And you may want to play along and 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 not ruffle feathers or not acknowledge who is the one who made you, who is the one who knows you, and who is the one who set you apart. So that you are the one that does not follow the crowd. You know, I was like that at one time. Many, many years ago, I wanted so desperately to be a part of the crowd. The in crowd, as they called it back then. You know, I wanted so badly to be recognized as someone with some sort of popularity. To have... um an entourage of friends to hang around me, to acknowledge me to the other levels of groups that I grew up with in my high school days. You know, when you're growing up, you know, there are certain uh, 
levels of popularity that you go up. And so I wanted to be on the highest possible popularity level there could be in high school. And in reality, I never made it off the ground floor because I was made different from everyone else. Just like you are traveling pulpit family, you're made different from everyone else. You know, I remember mama used to say, if everyone jumped off a bridge, which is a very old saying, are you going to jump? And I would be, and I would tell her, no, I'm not going to jump. And she would say, why? And I would tell her because I'm not my friends. And I think she was trying to tell me something then as it pertains to Jeremiah. He knew you before he created you. And he set you apart so that you would not follow the crowd. As we're seeing today that you would not follow the crowd on the on the super highway to hell. Rather than the lonely road to salvation. But Jeremiah, he wanted to be part of the crowd so much that he chose, like some of us do, to not even speak about the Lord, not even talk about him in, in, in the circle of friends that we're in, not even bring him up in the smallest conversation that we have with strangers. But something happened to Jeremiah and something happens to us. When we try not to relay the word of God to the people who need it most, the Lord ignites us with this fire, this fire that is kindled inside of each and every one of us. What he does is he turns that fire so hot that we cannot hold back our tongue. It is like Jeremiah says, a fire shut up in his bones. That is the fire that keeps us up at night, not to not to cause the destruction of others, but to cause the 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 um, the ability to spread God's word even deeper. You see, as those people who stay up at night to do evil, God has some people up at night preparing to speak his word to others. Just like here in the traveling pulpit. And just like they're on Wednesday with the word. Sometimes my sleep pattern gets a little off because I'm so fired up to bring the word of God to you, to bring the awareness of what's going on around you to you so that you can make a conscious decision, which will be the most important decision you ever make in your life. And that is to allow Christ Jesus to come into your life and be Lord and Savior over your life. You will be set apart from the super highway that leads to hell to the lonely road that leads to salvation. But it is that burning fire that's shut up in our bones. It is what keeps us up at night. It is what causes us to cry out to the Lord because we want him so, so badly. We want for his return to come so, so rapidly. But you know what? It cannot come because our mission is not over yet. We still have work to do. We still have to go out in the highways, the byways and the hedges, and we still have to compel because there are people out there who have invitations with with closed envelopes. They have not opened them yet. And it is our opportunity. It is our responsibility. It is what we have been called to do, to go out and tell people that they have invitations that they haven't even opened yet. 
so that they can see who is inviting who is inviting them to the banquet. It is so important, traveling pulpit family, that we take the time to allow his word to live inside of us. That is the burning fire that's going on inside of us, just like it was Jeremiah. His tongue, his tongue, he couldn't hold back the words. He couldn't hold back the feeling. He couldn't hold back the love that was inside of him, that the Lord placed inside of him. He couldn't hold it back, just like I can't hold it back with you, traveling pulpit family. I get so excited when I'm at work. And I have the opportunity to witness to someone simply because it's not my witness is their witness and their witness shows up in my witness and we show up together and that fire burns so hot in that room that you cannot hold it back any longer. You have to start shouting. You have to start letting people know around you that the Lord God has done something wonderful in your life. And that is he saved our miserable souls to have an opportunity at the right of for the tree of life. He has done an amazing thing in our lives. Every one of us are sinners. Every one of us has fallen short of the glory of God, but it is those who believe it is those who believe that have the opportunity to go and to relay the message of salvation to their unheard of denying, non-believing, want to go in their own direction, brothers and sisters. We have to say from the, the safety of the superhighway, we have to stay on the median of the superhighway to compel those, lest we ourselves get caught up in the superhighway rush. We have to be very careful with that. There is coming a day that is now already here that they are trying to shut us up, that they are trying to keep us silent. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, let me tell you something. Social media is just that. It's social media, which means they're going to put on what they want you to know. And not what you need to have to pro pro to protect yourself. But through this platform, through this podcast that goes out throughout the world, this is the word of God that you need to have your soul saved. These are not play on words. These are not words that are just made up. This is the word of God. This is the truth of God's word. And it is for you to make this decision this day. The opportunity is yours. There is coming a day that is already here. When they will try to put the fire out inside of you and they will try to turn the fire up somewhere else. But traveling pulpit family, let me ask you something. How hot was the fire? That's inside where Nebuchadnezzar told to put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He told them to make the fire seven times hotter. What he did in trying to destroy them, he actually saved them. You see, traveling pulpit family, science, if it is correctly understood, science gives honor to its creator. You see, science didn't know it was science until God woke it up and he told himself on himself here in Jeremiah. I mean, here in, here in uh, Daniel, the book of Daniel, I'm sorry, in the book of Daniel three, 
Nebuchadnezzar was so mad at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that he could not see the fire that was inside of them. He only knew the fire, what the fire could do in the destruction of mankind. So he figured, Nebuchadnezzar, that if he was to burn them up, it would keep them quiet. You see, that's what's going on now. They're trying to silence us by cutting us off. But what they are actually doing, they are inviting the Lord in. Because now is our time. It's our time to stand. It's our time to be vo boisterous. It's our time to show the fire that is inside of us. Doesn't matter how hot the fire is on the outside. They don't know how hot the fire is on the inside. See, when what we have inside of us can burn every bridge they set up, can burn every building that they build, can burn every life that they try to destroy. But what we have in us will save it. What they're trying to do is destroy it. Nebuchadnezzar told them to make it seven times hotter. Do you not know that seven is the number of completion? Seven is the number of perfection. And no man can live to that number. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Not one of us is good. No, not one. But when that happened, the spiritual combustion, which Nebuchadnezzar thought that he was invoking by trying to kill them, the spiritual combustion, which is the presence of the Messiah showed up and that hot, that fire was so hot on the outside that it combined with the fire that was in Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, and they did not burn up. Why? Because the fire knew the fire. And that is what we have to do out here in this world right now. Fire has to recognize fire. We have to be ready at, at any moment for whatever they plan to do, because they have a plan. But do we? And I'm asking that. Do we have a plan? I will tell you who has a plan and I will tell you how you can invoke that plan by accepting the Lord Jesus as your savior. It is so, so simple. All you have to do is ask him to come in and he will come. All you have to do is accept his invitation and your name will be written on the Lamb's book of life. You know, we consider ourselves to be very, very intelligent people. Oh, we go to school, we get degrees, we get PhDs, we get papers that tell us who we, who we are. That paper tells you who you are. But the Lord told Jeremiah, I knew you. I know who you are. And all you have to do is turn to him to find out who you are. Not that paper. See, that paper is a paper of the world and that paper rewards you from the world, which means that everything you receive from the world can and will be taken from you by the world. But, oh, the Lord who knows us has given us great things 
so that no man can take away what he has given to us. You see, Satan, when he was in the garden, he never told the four parents, Adam and Eve. He never told them what he was doing. He never told them that his method was to destroy them. But this fruit that he was telling them about, you could call that health care. He was looking to try and make what God created even better. He tried to prolong. He tried to make it seem sorry. He tried to make it seem like what God made wasn't good enough. But what he was offering them was even better. He tried to make it so that they would know something that the Lord God was lying to them about. Fast forward to today. Let me tell you something. That same fruit, that same seedless, rotten fruit is still being passed around today in the year 2021. He tried to give that fruit to Jesus when he, when Jesus was in the wilderness, Jesus used the word against him and denied him. So what he did was after offering the world to, to, to Jesus, he said, you know what? You won't do it, but these weak minded men will. So every weak minded, pathetic, so-called man who has an attachment to this world, they've eaten that fruit. They have eaten that fruit. Why do you think they're so successful? Why do you think they call Hollywood a, a, the, the cesspool of sin? Why do you think um, uh, they are so uh, the elites? They call them the elites because every weak-minded, pathetic man has eaten that fruit and they have no future after this world has surpassed. Case in point, they are of a reprobate mind because they are so far gone into themselves that there is no hope for them. They have all sucked the fingers of their master. They've eaten the fruit. Now they're getting the residue off of his fingers simply because he offered them a temporary world. One that he knows isn't going to last forever. But he hasn't told them that. But I'm telling you this. Today is the opportunity for you to have a right at the tree of life. The Lord is offering to you the invitation to come to the banquet that he has prepared for you. And no man, no man knows the day nor the hour when he's going to come and receive those RSVPs. But I will tell you this, when Jesus was among man, even he didn't know. You know why? Because he was in the flesh. But the moment he ascended back into heaven, he knew the day, he knew the hour, and he knew who would be with him when he returns. So all I'm doing is offering to you this invitation. 
in this final hour, this invitation. I don't know how many we will get. I don't know how many that that will accept. But all I can do is encourage you. Give as many invitations to those who you think need it through sharing this message, through reaching out in conversation. If you have to call someone to tell them about this message, if you have to call someone to tell them about the Lord, please do so. Because the hour is upon us where they are going to have will and already begun trying to close us off from the world simply because we will not take their mark of the beast. There are so many people on social media who are, who, who are saying, Oh, it's not the mark. The mark is a, uh, what comes from revelation 13. Let me tell you something. If years ago, they can take the Bible and put it in chronological order. The original scripture that that uh, Constantine uh, broke apart, put some out, left some in. It's not a playbook. That we can go point by point. It's a living entity. It's a living, breathing entity, and it is telling us no matter what to be aware, be alert, be wise as serpents, but gentle as doves, because even though it may be written a certain way, doesn't mean it's going to play out that way. How it is being played out now, it is how it is meant to be. And if you are not aware, you will end up on that super highway destined for hell rather than the lonely road destined for eternity. But I say this, there is that opportunity. That opportunity is right here and right now for the Lord wants that relationship with you. He wants to be with you for all eternity. He did not come to this world to destroy it. He came to this world to save it. He came to this world to save it. He came to give his life as a ransom for those for those of us who will accept him. And when I say this world, I don't mean this this world. I mean, the world that we are in, we are part of this world and he came to save us in this world who are a part of this world. And all you have to do is what Romans 10, 9 says Believe, confess, but uh, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And he wants that relationship with you. He wants to be a part of your life. He wants to to come in and turn that furnace up inside of you to the highest degree so that you will be like Jeremiah. Though you have not, though you may think that you don't want to, once you come and build that relationship and have that relationship with him, you are instantly on fire, instantly on fire. And that fire burns hot. It burns hot inside of me and I know it will burn hot inside of you. 
It will burn off the things or the pleasures of this world. It burns off the things and the pleasures of what you used to indulge in. It will burn off the things and the pleasures that you gave your attention to. But let me tell you something. When that happens, you will see those things as worldly. And the things of this world are temporary versus the things that are eternal that come from the Lord. So traveling pulpit family, today is the day that the Lord has made and the invitation has gone out for you. And all I can do is tell you, I have my name written in the Lamb's book of life. Do you have your name written in the Lamb's book of life? Only you can answer that question. And here is how you begin to ask. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. And once you're saved, your name will be in the Lamb's book of life. Simply because you believe. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you so much for the opportunity to come and share with you this message. It wasn't what I planned to do, but you know what? Being the man with the unscripted voice doesn't mean that that I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing as the Holy Spirit leads me to do, because this podcast is meant to uplift the spirit of its hearers. I don't know who you are throughout the world. I don't know uh, where you are throughout the world. I just know that, that this podcast reaches throughout the world. And I pray that it will continue to go as far as the Holy Spirit will allow it to go. That it will do what it is intended to do. And that it will reach those it is intended to reach. Because the time has come. The hour is now upon us and the moves are being made. So let's not be afraid of what they're doing. Let's have hope in what our father is doing because he is everlasting. They are temporary. They will fall before we fall because he's going to lift us up. He's going to put us up on wings like eagles where we can run and not faint, where we can endure this trial because it's only a trial. If you remember, I'm a generation X. If you remember uh, every now and again, it will come across the TV. They would say this is a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. And they would do that long beep for about 30 or 40 seconds. Well, this is only a test of the Christ Lord Jesus system. This is a salvation test that we must endure to have eternal salvation and a right to the tree of life. This is only a test. Traveling Pulpit family, you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and now you can find me on TikTok at 0116 at TPM, which is the uh, Traveling Pulpit Ministries. You can also find me there at TravelingPulpitMinistries.com. Also, TravelingPulpit at gmail.com. Remember, the word is near you. Are you near the word? Now unto him 
who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, authority before all time now and forever. Amen. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and this is The Traveling Pulpit.